I think a definition of red flags is also really flawed and that's why we came up with this topic. We should know what the real red flags are. If possible, one can work upon that because like nobody's perfect. Yes, another thing which I would like to talk about is raise your minimum standard. We generally don't rise to our goals. We often fall to our minimum standards. So raise your minimum standards of relationship. Talking negatively about all their ex-partners, calling them crazy, blaming them for any breakup they've ever had. I feel like if you're dating someone like that or going on dates with someone like that, it might not be very long that you will join that list of crazy exes because I, I might be wrong like you know the ex might actually be crazy but are you telling me that you've never been wrong they were always at fault and you were this righteous person when we talk about you know knowing whether someone is ac- your actual well wisher jordan peterson's like that tell that person something good about you and just look at their micro expression do do they you know get sad for a mini second then they yeah. smile uh, on the other spectrum mm. tell something bad about yourself that something bad has happened yeah. and see the micro expression if there's a small smile small grin it might be a fake wisher what's up guys welcome to another episode of impossible love podcast where we make love possible and what are we talking about today atanksha we are talking about red flags to look out for so i am the brand ambassador <laughs> of today's episode that's why i'm wearing red i made you wear red as at least one of us should be wearing red so, so let's start with how all of us have red flags like all of us possess red flags in some way or the other and often times what i've seen is that what what do my friends do is like either they keep ignoring the red flags till the time the relationship becomes like to the point abusive or they find a red flag and they're like okay bye break up like it's over i think sometimes you don't realize that is this really a red flag or is that it's like my mind like you know telling me it's making shit up or like it's a tiny red flag you know which maybe could be worked upon what do you think there's a quote which i use in almost every episode right it's easier to wake up and point fingers at the world and it's very hard to wake up and look into the mirror right. and asking yourself am i perfect yes and then reverse engineering from there because uh, yes you you might see red flags in your partner prospective partner but mm-hmm. you might have these red flags too and whatever we would be discussing today in a way somewhere or other all of us have these tendencies because in the end we are humans we've been there done that but i think what kept us going is that we improvised yes also another very interesting thing which you just talked about that you know either some people wait for things to become very bad right i would like to talk about something called region beta paradox mm-hmm. it's simply a phenomena where if things are possible if things are not too bad, too bad people yeah. settle right? right so that's something which i would suggest that don't mm-hmm. settle don't wait for things to be to get too bad mm-hmm. but again if you are just running away from the relationship after just seeing one red flag your whole perception of relationships and how relationships should be is very unrealistic I also think like the definition of red flag is also really funny. I often hear people saying oh he eats with his mouth open and oh like um it's, it's such a major red flag or like look I at I'm feeling attacked. <laughs> yeah. Look, look at the way he walks or like you know he's not that well spoken like these are not really red flags like you know I think a definition of red flags is also really flawed and that's why we came up with this topic to like you know we should know what the real red flags are and how like 
if possible one can work upon that because like nobody's perfect yes another thing which i would like to talk about is raise your minimum standard mm-hmm. we generally don't rise to our goals right we often fall to our minimum standards so raise your minimum standards of relationship and start from there right another thing which i would like to mention is a lot of times red flags might develop mid relationship mm-hmm. as humans we are growing and right. we know we go through different phases of life for example two partners have just started dating then mm. year 1 year 3 then they mm-hmm. might get married right. someone might be a fit for dating mm-hmm. that person might not be a fit for being a good partner right. in a marital uh, setup right. so that's one thing which we need to keep in keep in mind that a lot of times people think oh this person has changed Mm-hmm. there are there might be two definitions to this number one you're not embracing the change in that person as you as all of us humans grow maybe the person is a rookie for that age for example when people get married chances are everyone would have more fights because they haven't lived with each other right right the another interpretation of this would be essentially the honeymoon period mm-hmm. right for six months we just try to show our best version the shadow the dark side never comes out but fact of the matter is everyone has a dark side so keep that in mind keep your expectations straight right. and start with raising your minimum standards love that so i'm going to start with my first red flag for today and that would be belittling like if someone's making you feel bad is belittling you every now and then being sarcastic making you feel small about yourself i think that is such a major red flag like i think when you're in a relationship you should be feeling amazing you should feel good you should grow and when someone is like making you feel bad so often that you know you stop liking yourself it's something to really work upon first of all look at yourself you mm. might be possessing a lot of them that might be when you get to know about these red flags first question should be instead of looking at your partner yeah. is should be asking yourselves okay i have these red flags yeah. accepting taking ownership and improving from there right so first one for me is like this being disrespectful mm-hmm. for guys and even for women it's a big deal if your partner does not respect you behind the curtains that right. might translate to disrespect in public right that's one area and second is behind the back lot of people have this tendency that when things go haywire in the relationship they start defaming their partner right a lot of times you would see that your partner's friends hate you but your partner is still with you because maybe your partner got impulsive right and bad mouthed when the time was bad mm-hmm. and now things are better but in the end your partner's friends still don't respect you i agree because that often ha- people just share the the yeah. gloomy part not the good part right. so you know if you are someone who bad bad mouths your partner after fights or even mm. mini breakups yeah stop that i agree especially when you have to get back world's biggest red flag is public disrespect directly yeah. or indirectly especially right. in forms of jokes mm-hmm. a lot of times uh, before jokes i would like to mention one thing today in the morning i was thinking about another topic which i would want us to cover later yeah. would be difference between a relationship and friendships relationship difference between relationship and friendship and friendships okay when people get into a relationship a lot yeah. of times they keep on behaving like friends yeah. right yes friendship should be there but there are certain lines which you can cross in friendship and those lines should not be crossed in a relationship especially in relation disagree. to jokes which mm. might be which might have a disrespectful interpretation irrespective of your intention i think i have a different like point of view but i think we'll save that once we do this topic 
circling back to like my first point before i move on to my next red flag is that how i said belittling someone there's a stark difference between belittling someone versus constructive criticism i'll just give you a small example like uh maybe like you land up a job and then like belittling would be uh anyway it's okay not that ambitious anyway not like you would have continued that or worked or put in the effort or hours that you know the job required versus me saying it's okay you worked hard maybe there's something better for you maybe they're like more avenues for you like you know waiting ahead don't like don't feel disheartened like there's a difference between is, belittling very, and yes. constructive criticism this is a very interesting example there's a timing for giving constructive criticism i agree often not when the person is down right often when times are better then i think that that's a better mm-hmm. timing for giving uh, constructive criticism lot of times people might be little Yeah. due to their lack of empathy they do i've seen right. a lot of people fuck up act like idiots and in the end when people abandon abandon them yeah. they are like i don't even know what happened right maybe this person was cheating maybe you were disrespectful and you never realized that i agree and do you think it it also comes from a place of insecurity you have stolen another pointer <laughs> yeah i'll i'll cover insecurity in detail yes yeah. 100% and again lot of times it is subconscious mhm i agree So my second pointer would be if someone is pressurizing you to be physically intimate. Someone is pressurizing you to have sex like too early on in a relationship or any time in a relationship. Like it's and it's all because like once you do that, you feel more connected and you feel more attached to the person, and it's because of this. hormone called oxytocin. oxytocin so it's like it's often called the love hormone and it amplifies your feeling of bonding and trust i was listening to this podcast where um godman came on jay shetty's podcast where he said that uh, oxytocin could be a hormone of a bad judgment because you feel like it's all going to be okay but it's the hormone making you feel like that and you often ignore the red flag so you know that feeling that i don't know if that person is right for me or not or like you know those uh, small red flags a person was sending you i think once you indulge in physical intimacy with that person you might ignore that yes. for that time period what i personally believe is that it's more like an attachment hack right right uh, a lot of times that would end up you guys getting attached just because of the physical stuff not because of other stuff which matters the most because see physical stuff is important it's a part of things but yeah. how long does it go for example maybe it's it might be 5% of the relationship right now if you are getting attached over 5% you have kind of hacked that because yeah. biologically we are we are meant like that yeah but what about the other 95% you might end up uh, the other 95% might be totally fucked up And it's an issue when someone is pressurizing you because that shows that person is actually invading your boundaries. No means no. Definitely, and yeah. you know this pressurization in most cases I think happens from the guy's side only, mm-hmm. and especially when guys are younger because a lot of times for guys it's a ego related thing that you yeah. know okay I want to lose my virginity or whatever yeah. it is, yeah. right? Also, guys are more experimental in nature. Yeah. So yeah, and you know this is a big one for girls and women who are listening to this who and who are. not above age of 18 right yeah. now just you know keep an eye out on that because yeah. it might be you you might have all the rushes right now yeah but later you might just feel sorry for the decision yeah and we're no way telling you to like oh wait for this amount of period of time or like wait for like 20 dates to go ahead with it 
just like never succumb to the pressure definitely and the other day you uh, on on our podcast on on the po- podcast in relation to attracting your partner mm-hmm. you talked about these 200 hours that yeah. it takes 200 hours for you to totally know someone someone yes right so you uh, practically you can't wait for 200 hours but yeah. but it maybe at least wait for 20 yeah <laughs> what would be your next red flag next is high ambition and low action mm-hmm. these people are the ones who speak more do less mm-hmm. right uh, these people want all the attention yeah without doing the work one simple example would be narcissists right they generally work in the cycle that there's this week when they are literally showering love yeah and once they get the person they literally totally change suddenly become phobic of the person mm-hmm. they stop stop giving time their statements and everything else changes but again this becomes a cycle right they keep on i think it's called love bombing yes. they keep on love bombing you stole bombing. my point no it's love bombing you told yeah. me the word so it's interesting <laughs> yeah, it's so love bombing yeah. yeah so basically love bombing if you would like to explain it please it basically means that when someone tries to woo you it's in like this amplified heightened manner this unnecessary attention affection appreciation it's all unearned like they're saying how much they're telling you how much uh, i love you in the first month and like you know making you envision a future with them about like moving in kids and it's all too soon like how can you like love someone like in such a crazy manner like within a first few weeks and these claims are often like without any substance and they're unable to like back them up in the long run it's only like they're only doing this for like to get you and once they get you it's all gone and that's when they like real self comes out so from feeling like the most loved person on this planet that gets taken away the time you know the thing that they've got you another thing about these people is that they try to isolate you from others so yeah. that in the end you don't have any other option than right. giving attention to them so be smart i agree and this brings to the next point which is isolation actually which basically i didn't read your uh, pointers by the way i know neither did i so i don't know how maybe maybe you 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 used my laptop for 5 minutes no i didn't maybe not. you stole my pointers <laughs> i did not so like i think isolation is a big one i've actually experienced that in my inner circle like one of my very close friends went through that and her boyfriend would always be like nobody likes you your friends are not really your true friends and like oh no your mom is like this about you like you know trying to like isolate and what does this bring to the relationship it brings code like dependency so the person feels like so alone and all they have is their partner no other options left yeah and i think this is such a dangerous place to be in so how do you think we can deal uh, maybe help a friend going through this See, step number one would be understand that, for example, if I see a red flag in your friend right. and I tell you that, you know, this is a red flag, that's not essentially, that's not me trying to isolate you. That's me maybe seeing me having a different frame of reference. Right. Right. But if someone is doing that with everybody and if you look back in the past few months and you see that most of your friends are gone, mm-hmm. uh, then maybe it is isolation. How can you help your friend? You actually can't. I think we can. You can advise yeah. when they are looking for it, but one thing which I would recommend, one thing which I would do in this case is, I would only give advice when they are asking for it. Else, they would stop talking to you because they would think mm-hmm. that you know, the, uh, oh, oh my God, he or she doesn't even know my partner. They are bullshitting because no one wants 
anyone talking ill of their partner, especially when they are right. totally in love. You're right, but I have a slightly different opinion on this. I think like rather than like be like, oh my god, your boyfriend or girlfriend is trying to isolate you. I think ask them like, oh, you know, haven't like like you know, if you often have like game nights with a friend at a friend's house, like I haven't seen you coming to the game nights. Is everything fine? Like what's happening? Like you know, I think sometimes we assume the relationship is going well. And you know, we assume the person is happy, and we don't even ask. Like we stop asking. So that, I think that, that, that's a great point of view because you know <laughs> I think I I would have never had a point of view like this, but yeah. it's a it's a nice idea. Yeah, let's just like normally ask. Why haven't I seen you around? Is everything okay? Do you need any help? Like I think when you come from this like place where you try and like comfort the person, maybe the person shares, and then you can like maybe help them. Next would be people who do not have ownership mm-hmm. for anything in their Very life. Very important ownership for their life. They keep right. on complaining. Yeah. They are always the unlucky and victim especially when they talk about their past. Yeah. Especially when they talk about their parents, especially when they talk talk about their exes. Uh alongside people who don't have ownership are often liars. Right. If someone does not have ownership of their reality or what they did and they are lying all the time over small stuff, that's a big uh, red flag because in the end in the relationship to improve both of you guys have to become the person, right? right. To become the person, step number 1 is taking ownership of your mm. actions mm. taking ownership of your red flags right. and then improving from there people who don't have ownership whatsoever when it comes to anything yeah. anything me- gets messed up in the career it's because of their ex anything right. gets messed up in their health it, it's beca- because of their coach and yeah. all of these things so we look into whether your partner has ownership for their life and for their mistakes because those who don't have ownership for their mistakes would keep on dodging the mistakes throughout their life which is a very frustrating place to be in I agree my next red flag was again very similar is it when someone is always making excuses for their bad behavior on the same lines as it is explained like if they insult you if they belittle you or like if they're not loving you right or like you know I wasn't taught better I had such a tough family life my like you know something's been wrong at home and like I have empathy for all of that like I think we all have you know difficulties in our life but you are aware of that yet you're not working on yourself and for everything you do you're just holding on your past and making an excuse like if someone has gone through a hard time my heart goes out for that person but like it's time to like start taking again ownership and you know improves like your partner shouldn't go through like you know something just because like you had a tough life like you should be coming from a place of even more empathy when you've been through so much in life yes so i thought of a quote right now i'm mm-hmm. not sure whether you know i've heard it somewhere or not i just wrote it yeah. it na- might not be your fault but yeah. it has to be your responsibility especially Ooh, when it comes to your really life that's really good yeah <laughs> i would like to clap for myself anyway so you know yeah. it has to be your responsibility take responsibility it starts with ownership right Next is uh, entitled people and takers who mm-hmm. just keep on taking and still complaining. These takers mm-hmm. often you will see them complaining all the time. Right. And those who think that you know I deserve everything without putting in the work, mm-hmm. who expect too much without giving anything whatsoever. Yes. Uh, one example would, for this would be I did this for you. Those people who do some stuff and in the end they end up talking about that, especially yeah. when there's a fight or something like that. that's often a sign of insecurity that that that's often a sign of 
them doing just that much whatever they talked about they did not do anything else that's a very interesting red flag if you're doing something for someone it should come from a genuine place like it's not a transaction but i think we should all keep in mind that like we feel great when someone does that for us so we should be empathetic that you know maybe we should also make the other person feel special yes this can be circled back to taking ownership for example yeah. if i do something for you i need to take ownership for that that you know i am doing that for you because i want to see you smile right it's not because i'm doing that for you i'm a saint or something like that yeah 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 because when you are in love when you are with your partner you find joy in their joy right right so a lot of times doing things for others would actually be Take take ownership for that. I love that. My mm. next red is it yours? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please. My next red flag would be when the person is consistently talking negatively about all their ex partners, calling them crazy, blaming them for any breakup they've ever had. I feel like if you're dating someone like that or going on dates with someone like that. it might not be very long that you will join that list of crazy exes because yes. i think such people do not have what you call that feedback loop yes. they do not have the learning mindset I, i might be wrong like you know their ex might actually be crazy but are you telling me that you've never been wrong and that you've never wronged any of your exes or like they were always at fault and you were this righteous person not possible definitely yeah. this is a great point because first few months of the relationship the person is showing just their bright side yeah at that time if you can you know see this red flag that how they talk about their ex yeah and do they keep on complaining do they right. do they act like their ex was the worst person on the planet yeah that might be a red flag because the yeah. same might happen to you so honeymoon period when people are showing their best version right. at that time if you are a little vigilant yeah uh, that can help a lot And I remember when we started dating and you were dating someone before me I remember how respectful you were like if I asked you any question like you were like it's in the past like you know so it's like so it was a major green flag so like you know someone is so respectful towards someone like you know who was <laughs> So basically I know a skill I know a strategy for future now if required No it wouldn't yeah <laughs> Yeah okay so yeah. Next for me is complainers and problem finders. There are these people who find problems in solutions. This is a deep thing to understand. Okay, yeah. There are these people who find problems in solutions. I actually learned it from a st student of mine mm -hmm. who I was teaching. He talked about this, and I was like, "Wow!" Oh. Right. So, uh, hats off to you, my man, if you're watching it. <laughs> His name was Dipanchu, by the way. <laughs> Just giving credit to yeah. him. Uh, finding problems in solutions. Mm -hmm. So you know, if you are. with the person who's a complainer yeah that's not a good place to be in again yeah. again this thing can be improved but again starts with awareness and ownership i agree okay my next red flag would be someone who encourages to encourages you to give up your ambitions your career your goals like someone like who's not who doesn't want you to achieve you know a lot in life i think your partner should be your biggest supporter and you, if they you stole are. another pointer of mine <laughs> i i call, i call them fake wishers yeah. that they act like your well wishers yeah. again this comes from a place of insecurity when yeah. you see that the part, partner is growing yeah and in the end that leads to them feeling insecure that they might right. lose you right but the thing is if you are stopping growth of your partner that it's a fucked up place to be in and it's not a relationship if both of you are not growing 
Yes. So a lot of times Jordan Peterson talks about this mm-hmm. uh, when we talk about, you know, knowing whether someone is ac- your actual well-wisher. Right. Jordan Peterson's like that, tell that person something good about you mm-hmm. and just look at their micro expression. Do, do they, you know, get sad for a millisecond, then they yeah. smile. And I think it was so 10 seconds or something, right? It's it's a millisecond. Millisecond. Oh, yeah. okay. So basically just look into the eyes. Yeah. And <laughs> Uh, on the other spectrum, mm. tell something bad about yourself. Yeah. That something bad has happened. Yeah. And see the micro expression. If there's a small smile, small grin, then, you know, it might be a fake wisher. Quite interesting. I'm going to do that. I'm gonna, I haven't ever tried it because you know, it's very that. hard to look into uh, the yeah. person's face. But try yeah. it. Maybe it helps. Yeah. Are you going to yeah, go Although you get, yeah. get the vibes, no. Yeah. Do Definitely. you get the vibes? I do. I also do. I'm quite intuitive. You know yes. that. Yeah. <laughs> Next is conflict avoider. Mm, quite interesting. This, this is like, you know, I just thought about it today in the morning because yeah, in the end, if there's a relationship where, where there's no conflict, it's a sign there's no love. Also, if there's no conflict and the person does not take a stand for themselves, maybe they are too agreeable. Over time, they'll turn bitter. Because I, I agree, but I want to counter that I don't think that there is no love. Maybe the person is not their authentic self. Maybe they're like, if they have a problem with something, they're just like, Trying to pacify it, like again, not bring it up. Again, I would like to co- counter it again. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the, <laughs> my counter is if you're not being yourself, are you in love? I think sometimes people are scared and they embody like someone else. Like it takes time sometimes. Maybe. Okay. So I'll give you, since most answers are in the gray area, mm. I would like to sum it up by saying that uh, there might be certain situations, certain times right. when someone would want to avoid conflict. For example, we have a phase in a relationship where you are totally pissed off. Yeah. Maybe I would try to avoid a conflict. Maybe you are, something is going on in your life. Yeah. I would, maybe at that time I would want to avoid conflict. Mm-hmm. But the thing is our brain never forgets, right? Right. We never forget. So a lot of, as I always say that most relationships don't die by a single blow. Mm-hmm. They often die by a thousand cuts. Death by a thousand cuts. So if you are, if you keep on avoiding your conflicts, that that's the person is not doing anything wrong to you, yeah. but the person is doing something wrong to the relationship because in the end, this person would get frustrated and this is a fucked up state to be in. You always say conflict delayed is conflict multiplying. Learn yeah, that today's from you. code day. Yeah. Today's code day. Another thing with conflict yeah. avoid is, is a lot of times when people, when there's a scenario of infidelity yeah, and when the other partner does not know, the person tries to overcompensate because right. deep inside they know that they are fucking up doing yeah. something behind the back and that yeah. might lead to uh, them avoiding conflicts right although it's this is very hard to find but yeah that's one thing which can be considered interesting my next red flag would be gaslighting and what does gaslighting mean it basically means like emotional manipulation where your partner is trying to twist reality either by like being dismissive like oh, you're too sensitive and like, oh, how can you feel bad about that? Or by denying it completely. I never said that. Like, I think it's such a dangerous place to be in because you somewhere start believing that there's something wrong with you. And like, because they twist everything like possible and like, you know, they make you question yourself. This is like, uh, Again, gaslighting is like pretty common. And I think this is uh, a therapist scope. Uh, I think there's a very good podcast by Jay Shetty. Yes. I'm not sure it was with whom, but it was the way the woman explained Uh, gaslighting. Dr. Ramani. 
yeah so you know that was a great uh, podcast so if yeah. you are in gaslighting and stuff like that yeah look into that also all of us have this pro- propensity to gaslight once in a while yeah but if it is happening in a repeated manner that you know all past mistakes of your partner feel like you being in a misconception yeah that might be a big red flag and like you just said it's like an an a therapist co because like it's a dangerous place to be in and you're so unaware what is happening with you i think really like seek out professional help or a trusted family member or a loved one who can like you know maybe get you back in touch with reality and make you know support you that it's not your fault yes uh, next is zero sum thinkers mm-hmm. those who believe that one person's win is other person's loss because in the end see guys life is a positive sum game that means you can also win i can also win you can also win oh, this there's enough sunshine for everybody who's ready to go out and sit in the fucking sun those who have this zero sum thinking that you know okay if my partner is being appreciated yeah. that means that i am i'm not enough yeah or maybe there are these people who can't see an, anyone else being appreciated yeah so that's one thing which is a big red flag because the thing is you should be the biggest cheerleader for your partner you should be the happiest person when your partner is winning if that's not happening lot of people have this a zero sum thinking if that's not happening that you are coming from a place of insecurity work on that right my last red flag would be someone who is non committal or is like emotionally unavailable like everything's going for you guys it's all good you guys like each other but they don't want to give you the girl from the boyfriend tag or like you know they keep delaying that like maybe they have a different definition of love which is different from yours but you don't need to live up to their definition of love if you want someone to be 100% in like you know flaunt you in public call you their girlfriend like you rather have that than being with someone who you know maybe like wants to keep the options open as want to give that commitment if that is what you're looking for if both of you want something casual it's totally separate but here i'm talking about someone like you know who wants a partner who's all in and it's going great and they still they do not give you you know a commitment definitely you know this is the people these are the people with high ambition low action yeah next is uh under the influence and insecure there are these people who have vices they just try that their partner also starts doing the same thing be fun right mm. you you are not even fun stuff like that yeah. because a lot of these people have inherent insecurities in themselves mm. they just uh, in the end they just want the partner to do it just to make themselves feel better so if someone is under the influence all the time apart from that another interpretation of this is that if someone uses too much of alcohol too many drugs yeah. and that person is under the influence all the time yeah that's often a sign that their life is not on right track not at all they're probably dealing with a lot of like unresolved trauma maybe like issues yes. at home but like substance abuse is never the answer yes uh, by the way guys we do, did a legendary podcast <laughs> on alcohol at least i think yeah. it is legendary it I was legendary check it out we did, we covered a lot of things in detail next is uh, the brutally honest mm-hmm. there are these people who do not have any empathy do not have any sense okay so the brutally honest are those who are idiots basically yeah. who think they are honest but it's not their honesty it's their lack of empathy empathy right and people without em- empathy are not in a good place yeah and they don't keep others in a good place because they, they never think about the other person they do, don't think about that person situation and they just keep on blabbering shit and in lieu of being brutally honest that's not yeah. honest that's stupid i agree and they're like 
oh you feel bad but i'm just being very honest like honesty is the best policy and i can't like you know sugarcoat things don't if you don't have anything good to say don't say anything at all also honesty in a lot of places telling your partner helping your partner improve is important yeah. but there's a time and place of doing time it time and how you say it time yeah. place how you say it and in what situation how you position it yeah and do you provide the person with a solution yes right so a lot of things matter but again honesty one thing which i love about our relationship is that for example i recorded a podcast recently <laughs> and i sent it to her and i only sent it to her because yeah. i know as a matter of fact yeah. she would be 100% honest yeah i want right? you to like and she gave it a rating of 4 on 10 <laughs> so but that that yeah. helped me improve so yeah. if your partner is not helping you improve then who would Exactly. Right. One thing which I've seen with my family also, everyone is fucking honest. Yeah. Right. So, but again, this empathy should be there. Yeah. Honesty should be there, but yeah. right timing, right frequency, right volume. Right. You, you can't yeah. you can't ignore red flags for years and suddenly become all honest and you know bombard the person with your honesty. Don't do that. So yeah. start strategically. And last but not the least, by the way, I win. I have more red flags. Yeah. <laughs> last but not the least, uh, psychological sta- stability after mm-hmm. stressful events. Mm-hmm. If Why there's some someone who literally withdraws from everything after any stressful event which happens in their life, it is a red flag. Generally, I would say, for example, something very stressful has happened, not extremely stressful, something very stressful. For example, maybe something in work, or maybe something like that. And if that person is able to stabilize within the next day. that still sorted also but on the other spectrum there are these people who withdraw for days and weeks yeah keeping you hanging you hanging in there yeah with you hanging in there that's a big issue yeah. right so think about that because if you are thinking of a future mm. if you have a long term vision that wouldn't work out because if you are withdrawing what would happen when you have kids right right so withdrawing how long it is and again it would depend upon the situation for example i'll give you an extreme example someone loses their parent Mm, that's yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's a fucked up situation to be yeah. in, right? So you can't expect the person to be normal the next day, right? But see how good are they when it comes to managing their emotions mm. and managing their stresses. I think emotional emotion regulation is like one of the best skills one can learn. Again, it's not something we're born with. I think it's something we have to learn over time. Yes. Uh, also, I've been reading this book called Emotional Intelligence. Yeah. great book great book and it gives you a lot of strategies mm. to manage your emotions better understand your emotions better because in the yeah. end it starts with understanding mm. that is awareness then it moves to ownership third yeah. it leads to improvement great and i am done with my red flags anything else yes we still have a bit to cover i feel like okay we spoken about so many red flags how do we like if someone goes on a date like how do we differentiate between looking everything as a red flag versus like you know looking out for unhealthy behavior like we can't like you know someone listens to a podcast oh like you know i heard the impossible love podcast and like you know they listed all these red flags you know look for all of that in the, in in my date like how do we differentiate between like you know small red flags versus actual unhealthy behavior see fact of the matter is all of us have red flags yeah the actual red flag is lack of ownership mm. and inability to improve yes these two are the actual yeah. red flags because a lot of the red flags which we talked about and <laughs> the brand ambassador of this right <laughs> so because i have had yeah. times when i did yeah. not have ownership yeah. i have had times when maybe i gaslighted a little bit 
but again some people are on the extreme spectrums so keeping that i have had times when i have been self absorbed i just wanted to talk about my work that's a form of narcissism all mm. humans are narcissists to a certain uh, certain extent, extent. i yeah. have had extreme anger issues which mm-hmm. is a sign of again lack of emotional stability i would say yeah. so again but we are here advising you on the stuff yeah and improved <laughs> so much like crazy and same and so have i of course like no one's perfect i feel no. like <laughs> If that was the case, you would be wearing red too. You intentionally did that. <laughs> I didn't have anything red. I asked red. you if I could borrow something. I also feel like um, if you know your deal breakers, and like something which is like something you just, if you know your deal breakers, then you won't like. Then you'll just focus on those when you like you are meeting someone. Like you won't see everything as a red flag. Definitely, this is a great point. That you know. and know yourself yeah know what you need know your values so that some things might be a big red flag for you yeah and the same thing might not be a red flag at all yeah right but we humans have this specific nature mm. don't try to bend those rules right for example loyalty is someone loyalty is a, an inherent need mm. respect is an inherent need right companionship is an inherent need learning from mistakes is an inherent need anything else no you pretty covered it all right yeah i feel like like we just spoke about how all of us possess all these red flags when is the time to like say goodbye to this person like who has red flags Great point of. yeah when is the, the right this time? is like very interesting i'll talk about our own relationship yeah it starts with communication Right. right try to communicate at mm. the right time mm. don't communicate communicate when both of both parties are fighting at that time when people are angry nothing good comes out of it right? i agree when you are in a calm state happy state then discuss you had the skill from day one <laughs> literally that you know mm. you you made me mend my ways when things were sorted yeah especially when i was too Thank angry you. or stuff like that so <laughs> communication is step one yeah. try and you know don't try to bombard the person start with just a one. journey of 1000 miles <laughs> starts with one single step so start yeah. with the low hanging fruit things which thing which can be improved because over time this would become an habit yeah in the last two years we have actively worked on this aspect and you know last two years have been the best years of the relationship at yes, least for me that's so good, yeah so that is what start with one mm. and then again once it becomes a habit you will be able to build a beautiful relationship yes all days still wouldn't be sunshine and rainbows but in the end teamwork makes dreams work quite nice <laughs> i feel like you're right first need to communicate once communicated you need to observe the person like you've told them so are they like listening to you do they accept that they've been at fault or are they making excuses be like it's your problem i'm going to be like this do whatever you want to like if they do not want to change for the better for themselves then i think it's time to walk away because you've communicated and they are so dismissive about what you feel then i think like or if the person accepts that great they're working upon themselves amazing like we want someone who's a work in progress like you know who's working on themselves and if you bring up something and they agree and they think i'm going to work on myself and you see a positive change in them i think it's a major green flag someone who has that feedback loop isn't consistently wants to work on themselves but there are also people who are like okay yes oh you're right like okay i have been like maybe gaslighting you or i have been belittling you they accept everything you say and in the moment they're like yeah i'm going to work on myself 
but you never see them like putting in any work yes first thing which i would like to mention here is uh, number one if you want to improve this uh, feedback loop it can be improved via metacognition mm. meditation helps with that and it has changed my life meditation mm. if you guys want to learn one thing from me that's what i tell my clients yeah start meditating it would change your life because it would yeah. improve your awareness of everything and your feedback loop would get very strong right a lot of times in our relationship i have made mistakes mm. and when you even if you didn't realize them i still apologized because i wanted I, that was a sign that you know i want I to improve yeah. right and this is like great sign of uh, relationship maturity i'm not trying to appreciate myself but you know <laughs> meditation helped me get to this level yes, another thing which i would like to mention is give them a chance and show them the light mm. you can show, a lot of times you can show people what they can do who they can be yeah. and you can change the game yeah if you have like if your partner's faith in you it's the best feeling you've always given that to me likewise <laughs> I, this is something which i actually learned from you <laughs> no so i think this brings us to the end of our today's episode so guys that is what hope you like the episode uh, also for red flags i personally feel that there can be hundreds of red flags we yeah. might have another episode for this yeah. and guys if there's any other red flag you want us to cover or anything else our comments are always open we read all the comments we try to reply to all of your comments and thank you for watching and thank you for the support and see you all see you next week bye
red flags to look out for. So I'm the brand ambassador <laughs> of today's episode. That's why I'm wearing red. you might see red flags in your partner prospective partner but mm-hmm. you might have these red flags too and whatever we would be discussing today in a way somewhere or other all of us have these tendencies because in the end we are humans we've been there done that but i think what kept us going is that we improvise the definition of red flag is also really funny i often hear people saying oh he eats with his mouth open and oh like um it's, it's such a major red flag or like look I at i am his- feeling attacked <laughs> <laughs> yeah look, look at the way he walks or like you know he's not that well spoken like these are not really red flags like 